What's up, y'all? Hey, what y'all. What's up, boy? Hey, girl. Hey, I get five dollars hey, to the person that, that knows what what, what what TV show that came from. Not not hey, to y'all. Girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> All right, I'm not. Full disclosure: I'm not giving five dollars to anybody. I just want to say that. Can you well, See, can you give somebody a follow it. back on Instagram or Twitter? I know you are more of a Twitter person. Can they get I a follow? Know. Can they get a? Follow? I will give you a follow, a follow? on Twitter if you. Oh, can shout them out! Me. Give them a tweet. Give I will. I will shout you out in a tweet. <laughs> the first person <laughs> that listens to this podcast and can tell me where "Hey Girl" came hey from. Hey Girl, <laughs> you get a shout out. Hey Girl. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. That's so funny to me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was is. the best. Anyway, I'm not gonna we'll, say more. We'll, we'll see who's cultured out there. Right, right, right. <laughs> Talking about culture, doing it for the culture. Kim K out here doing it for the culture, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited that she's helping with this situation, <laughs> this whole prison so reform, for, because she's such an expert in this. You know, she's so <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she has so much. She has a huge background in this area. Of, she of, does of, have of, a huge of, background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's true. He does have a background. <laughs> but you know, I will I mean, say why, this. Why Kim K though? Why? Like, what, what? Because the president is obsessed with celebrities just as much as the average, like, the average nobody. At, like, the average people talking shit yeah, in a barbershop. The former or celebrity. Salon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's fat. Yeah, he's obsessed. No, go ahead. Yeah. I can't. Exactly. I mean, he, he was a reality TV star himself. You know, so and we know that he has the 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 urges to like do things that are always in the face of the public to be seen to be heard or whatever to be felt. So it doesn't surprise. Well, what me. I will but say, how do y'all feel? Yeah, I'll yeah, give a little credit to Kim about it being Kim K. Because I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say this: like it's fucked up that on the one hand she didn't do anything that other people haven't been trying to do for years. However, mm-hmm. I will I will mm-hmm. commend her for this. There's other things she could be doing with her time, you know, with her money exactly. and her celebrity. So I will say the fact that she chose to do it. Like, we can't say, oh, she ain't about shit. She's worthless and this and that. But then when she finally does something, we're like, oh, fuck her, too. It's like, OK, it's like, OK, what you what you want her to do then? You know what I mean? So it's just yeah, fucked up that it yeah. took a random celebrity who blew up off a sex tape. No judgment. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. who to do it when you got people who've been fighting this fight for like decades? And he, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. To, I think it says a lot that we have a president who I know a lot mm-hmm. of people saying, "No, not my president," but there is a president of the United States presently who, which is affecting us all, whether you wanted to or not. Who right? granted mm-hmm. her of all people an audience? Would she have been able to have an audience with President Obama or Bush or Clinton or whatever? Probably not. No, you know, no, right? She, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have. Right? There's no way. And the thing is, like, again, we always talk about balance and looking at both sides. And so, at least, I mean, if if we had to challenge ourselves and to say, okay, well, from this situation, what good can be taken from it? Well, this woman, whose whose crime did not fit the penalty, is now being redacted. You know, so. Thankfully, she's out, so that's a good thing to look at. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, so we have true. to s- still still acknowledge that. But at the same time, 
And in the same conversation, we should make the points that y'all just said. Well, also keep in mind, people have been trying to do these things for years. And it says something that the president would, you know, choose a celebrity with this reputation to get it done. You know, so Michael, I think everything like one yeah. thing I've been saying no. a lot yeah. is lit for the past couple months is that two things can be true at the same time. So I wholeheartedly. That's agree. what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I wholeheartedly exactly. agree. Yeah, so that's that's what I think the conversation needs to be that complex because it is complex. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and if and I think when we try to um, be too reductive, then people feel like their their viewpoint and their reality is not being heard or being acknowledged yeah. when it really is legitimate. You know. Yeah. So then, yeah. So so have the full conversation. You know, we have to go to that point. But um, but yeah, mm, that's that's crazy. And online, oh my gosh, people just you know, so extreme with one viewpoint or the or the next. But that's the world we're in now, guys. Well, that's the world we're in now. Yeah. So speaking of social media, right? <laughs> speaking of social media, I know you all have heard about like and this is like something minor. We can move on. I just wanted to point this out. Um y'all have heard people say like, you know, there could be fake pages popping up on like Instagram or whatever, like spam pages or fake pages or bot pages them or whatever. Damn they hair call pages. It. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Oh, that is definitely that is definitely one. But I had an interesting experience today. There was a post on um, the Shade Room, and I think it was the post where it was talking about the game, and he lost um, like a seven point one million dollar judgment to an alleged sexual assault victim or whatever, and. Uh, in the oh, it, oh, maybe it was a Kim K post. It was some post on the shade room, but in the comments, somehow it got on about the president and you know black versus white people, whatever. And this guy left an extremely antagonistic comment on the shade room, and you know he there was some truth in it or whatever, but it was you know definitely written to target people and to trigger people. That's what I was looking for, trigger people. And so even even myself, who I rarely be going in like that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave a response. So I started typing out my response because I saw when he posted it kind of right away. Mm. And then when I hit return for it to go through, it said this post is no longer available. And I was like, I don't went through all that work and now it's gone. I was like, oh, well. So then I refreshed the page. Well, oh, let me back up. Let me back up. I went to that person's page before I responded, and it was private. He had zero posts, but he was following different people, and he had followers, but it was a private page. So anyway, so my post didn't go through, and then I refreshed the page. The exact same comment, word for word, was reposted on another page or by another page. Oh, and wow. when you went to that page, it was private. They weren't following anyone. They had a picture of a black man because they, they wanted to seem like it was a black man saying these words. Because one of the things that he said in his comment was that that everyone in the shade room is trying to make, um, oh no, is trying to be racist against white people. And so that was just like one of the points of many things he said. Oh, whatever. So when I saw that, I was like, that's very interesting that these two separate pages, private pages, had the word for word comment or whatever, mm -hmm. like back to back. And one was deleted immediately and then the next one's posted up. And so someone else or a lot of people kept saying, this is a fake page. This is one of those pages where someone is trying to operate it to to cause division among Russians. everyone. They're just Damn, making Russians. up things. Yeah, <laughs> right? right. So actually, someone actually did say Russians, though. Someone did say Russians, though. Mm. But um, yeah, but, but do y'all think that, I mean, it can't be a fake page, I don't guess so, in a sense of, 
Well, I guess, I don't know. I guess like it could be a computerized thing. But do you think there's something to the conspiracy theory that there are people either manually, you know, making these pages to create division, even where there may not be, you know, it might not be necessary? Or do you think there's some type of bot system where like the people behind Instagram are like trying to divide America, like the whole Facebook scandal, the whole Facebook scandal where they were using people's information, you know, or whatever to sway them and how to, you know, to to make certain posts totally. more public and stuff. Like, do you think that stuff think is going on like that both. with Instagram too? It's probably, a, a, mm. a, probably, I say a little bit, it's probably a lot of both. Um, I don't, mm. you know, I, I, it's, it's crazy how people create these pages, you know, with these algorithms and they just, Mm-hmm. Yeah, algorithms and all that type of stuff. Yeah, like they they find certain keywords and then, you know, these bots can post up these, you know, these posts, you know, these volatile posts, and you know, people figure it out. They're like, oh, this page is fake and blah blah blah. I mean, that shit happens on Twitter, all the time. Totally. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't doubt that it's. But the government has acknowledged that this is a thing. Like the. Oh yeah. Like, unless um, you're one of those people who just believes that the government's lying about everything, which I could totally understand as well. But the government has already acknowledged right. that Russia influenced the election. Nobody's sorry. debating that part, at least not Republicans, Democrats, or whatever. Like, they agree. Like, some of them feel yeah. like, like Trump would have won anyway or whatever. But the fact is, they definitely meddled. But I also believe it could be some random 12-year-old at their computer just fucking with people, too. You know? So, um... Yeah. Or at their phone or whatever. That- you know? <laughs> Yeah, that 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 is so crazy. That's why I really try to analyze like how they're saying it, what they're saying. Because I'd be damned if with my bachelor and master's degree, I'm gonna be arguing with some damn eight year old <laughs> who like probably can't even spell. Like, get me all worked up, and they like can't even drive or shit. No, <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not. But yeah, not for you though. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. Well, anyways. But I think was it one more thing well, that actually, you want to talk about before of, we speaking get Speaking of eight, nine year olds and not being mature enough to battle you, um, an educated grown man, how do you feel about <laughs> how do you feel about moving out the house at fifteen years old? Jada Pinkett Smith revealed in her uh, Red Table talk <sighs> that she let Jaden move out, and she was like, "I knew that get her. It broke my heart, but I knew it was right for you because you was the most mature one, and so you was fifteen, mm. and you was like, I need to li- leave and live my own life.'" I wish the fuck I would have told my parents I need to live my own life. <laughs> Let me go. Well, see, the thing is, I'm sure oh, God. that situation is a little different because I'm pretty sure that she didn't let him leave with nothing. That's true. So you mean that you mean that that they were probably still like they provided money and resources? Oh, sure. and that's, but that's mean, even worse no to be young and have all that. I feel like that's even worse though to have access mm-hmm. to anything you could want. With you know what I mean, like that's to me that's not that yeah, that's yeah. not no better, like because then you can still. Well, you get- know what's, what, what, no, no, I, I agree because then now because it's like what when does when does he, the child learn that there's limitations, you right, know that, that right not not everything is just going to be so easily accessible. That's how some of these mo- these monsters that might be kind of strong, but some of these celebrity monsters are created like as kids they just had so much. Oh, and actually, on a sadder note, that's why a lot of them also died early. But that's, that's, that's really involved. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. There's a lot. There's a lot. But yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. But just a quick joke before I get serious again. Um, I read someone com- someone's comment, and they said something like, 
he probably just moved into like the house right next to theirs or attached house like <laughs> yeah. Hillary did on Fresh Prince <laughs> or whatever yeah. and, and didn't really move that far but I no but all, <laughs> yeah but all that to say okay so here's how I feel about that I do understand that there are some kids who are more emotionally um, developed True. you know than True. their counterparts definitely definitely 15 does still sound very young but even if they're emotionally developed there's just some life's experiences that at 15, like they may not be able to handle on their own. Um, so I don't know. Like that definitely wasn't gonna work in my household. Clearly. Well, y'all know. But, like I was thinking too. I don't know. It's I can understand her to some degree because y'all y'all know I have a cousin in New York. I'm not gonna say much more about him. I don't want to yeah. put him out there. But growing up, I will say like we're the same age. You know, give or take a, a couple months. And he was always mm. more mature. Like at the at one point when he was living on his own in college. Um, I was kind of a late bloomer in a lot of ways, and I was very sheltered growing up. And I just remember mm. thinking, like, like even when I look back, I still feel this way. Like, I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. But he, yeah. but he totally was, and he was able to just kind of live mm. his life as a he as, as like at seventeen he was ready. Low key, he's probably ready yeah. at sixteen. Yeah. You know, he might have been a Jaden Smith yeah. ready at fifteen. I, that wasn't me though. And so one thing she said that I kind of agree with: everybody's different. And there, there are yeah. just some. There are definitely exceptions to the rule, you know. So it's de- and oh, yeah. don't forget, back in our grandparents' time, you get married at sixteen. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're, that see, that, that's that's <laughs> another thing. Yeah, yeah. They they were getting married much earlier, having kids much earlier, and living grown ass lives much yeah. earlier. You know. Yeah. So so it really just depends on the context. And like Demarcus said, and also, I mean. It is Jada and Will Smith's son, yeah. you know, and <laughs> yeah. so they're gonna play some type. Of, like if he really, like really got in a bind, in a bind or whatever, trying to live on his own at fifteen, he had them and he got security he has support, guards. I th- I think, He's probably yeah, security got a, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm exactly, not saying that you know, Will and Jada just completely, because you know, I don't obviously I don't know their lives, but I'm not saying that they completely yeah. gave him everything he wanted, but. But I would imagine that if Jada needed anything, that they don't, that they're not gonna just leave him without. Like it's just, I just don't right. see that happening. Especially, you know, it's it's funny because we get to know these celebrities off of social media and you know just off of the TV shows we used to watch them on and just seeing how they interact with each other. I just don't see Will mm-hmm. and Jada leaving him to his own devices oh totally if he was ever yeah. in need so it's just, that yeah. that would just never happen i just don't see that happening so yeah, i guess in my mind i was just thinking about this young boy having all this money and like throwing parties and doing drugs even though he seems to be well developed for the record yeah like, not, he, does. he does he does yeah. yeah and i think that both um jaden and willow and i know there's so many different ways you can describe it eclectic um evolve i don't know that Mm -hmm. might be too serious but they've shown signs based off of like the material they would read the quotes that they would you know share or whatever um the way that they would speak and all that that like eric said and that and demarcus you agreed that they are well-rounded you know what i mean um now i remember especially our own people some of our own people will kind of clown them like they're just weird they're just odd Mm -hmm. or whatever but um but clearly, they've demonstrated, you know, faculties that 
allow them to be able to move out at 15. And they're, they're 15 is not at our 15. 15. Like at 15 years right, old. Right, exactly. 15, they've had they've had a wealth of experiences outside the typical yes. scope of a teenager of any background, you know. See, see that's 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 the other thing exactly. And and I know at one point it was kind of like, well, you know, they're so famous so they're and they have so much money that the resources are just available to their children, but at the same token, with them being having the lifestyle that they have, like you said, they're 15. They've been so many places. They've experienced so many things. Like they, they, they probably are like a little bit more mature than the average 15 year old, just based off of the life that they were birthed into and the type of parents that they have. Yeah. Like Will and Jada seem to be really, you know, mindful about education and experiences to evolve and to learn and to grow and to really self reflect and all that. I mean, look. Look how extremely motivating Will Smith is when he speaks about certain things. And even Jada with her posts and stuff, like, these ain't just the average Joe parents. I mean, I'm not trying to put them on a pedestal or whatnot, but I'm just trying to, you know, paint a broader picture at, you know, these are some well-rounded kids. And like you said, their 15 is different 15. They could probably handle it, but. Yeah. Yeah, Lawrence and Loretta weren't having that. Nah, Lawrence and (laughs) Loretta, they weren't having no 15-year-old out. Out, 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 back in my time. But you know, one thing that, you know. that Willow said in the interview that really struck me was she was saying that she knows other kids who are raised in a situation where, because Jada's mom was like, I was shocked in the beginning, I'm paraphrasing here, but like you treated your kids mm-hmm. like adults. You let them decide a lot of things for themselves that I wouldn't have let my kids decide. And Willow was like, you know, the thing about that is you have these kids that, that she knows, you know, because she knows other kids her age, mm-hmm. who are raised with so much yeah. restriction that they're kind of taught not to trust themselves and their decision-making skills yes. are poor. And one thing I'll say about the way I was raised, my parents did a great job the best they knew how, but because I was so sheltered and had them, had them kind of helping me in every which way, by the time I got to college, I had a learning curve. Like, I didn't trust myself to do anything. Like, I was yeah. kind of afraid yeah. of the world in a lot of respects. You know, and, and I had to learn real fast, yeah. especially as I got in the industry. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't trust myself to make a lot of decisions. And I had friends who had to, who were tasked with doing more on their own at a younger age, like my cousin, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. who were just far more capable because not because their parents were deadbeats, but because their parents trusted them more or entrusted them to like do more for themselves and, and challenge them to think right. more for themselves. And to offer their opinion more. Exactly. But I didn't grow up in a house where you just offered your opinion on everything. You know, <laughs> mom and dad said, no, said that all wasn't, the wasn't That, that wasn't the will of the Lord. That wasn't the will of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I, 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 I think that's great. I think if I, if I had children, if I were to have children, um, I would follow that example in many ways. I mean, of course, there's going to be that nurturing, that protection or whatnot. But I would do my best to... Um, inform them to help them to be able to, you know, be more independent and to learn about different worldviews and just so many things. Like, they would be really dope kids. <laughs> they would be really dope kids. But I'm still trying to get my life together, so I can't handle kids right now. So. <laughs> and one thing you mentioned, Michael, I know it's kind of sort of off subject, but one thing you mentioned, you said that, um, you know, people think that they're that Will Smith's kids are like weird and strange and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of that. Like I'm so I sick know. of you know black kids 
liking one thing or another, like you know, anime, anime. or, <laughs> yeah. or right. you know, mainly anime, or you know, like and alternative a, rock I mean, music and whatnot, and, yeah. and they're being considered weird, you know, white yeah. kids. Y'all need to stop that shit. Like, stop putting the, that type of pressure on kids. Let them like whatever the fuck they want to like. Dear, like, seriously. you just made like, me think, I gotta present this, so, because we missed this, because we missed a week because of me, just for the listening audience, it was my fault. I had to go to New Orleans <laughs> but um, for my family. But <laughs> um, it's funny because people are giving Childish Gambino, Donald, flack for being with the... I don't know if she's white or Asian or what. I don't know her her race. She's not black um, from what she's I... She's non-black. And so... But what's <laughs> yeah. funny is I remember also my best friend from high school um, married a white woman and his... Um, he's mainly, to my knowledge, in his adult life exclusively dated white women. And people are giving um, Donald flack. And I thought about Donald. I thought about my homeboy. And I was thinking... Somebody did a post saying, ladies, let's be honest... When these dudes were single, they were the weird, nerdy kid. We didn't want them anyway. And there was even a post exactly. about Sierra's husband and um, uh, and people and all the women going, oh, my God, what's the exact prayer you prayed, Sierra? Because that dude is all that. And I saw a lot of women saying, let's be real. We would have called a motherfucker like that uh, corny and, and a cornball and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, gay. Yeah, exactly. But once they blow up, <laughs> once, right. once once they're a famous football player, a famous actor, a famous rapper, then suddenly it's like, oh, how come I can't get one like that? Well, you could have, but you didn't want to get on the ground floor. And now, you know, like, it's you could have. Right. But mm-hmm. it, I've even That's seen true. educated black women choosing the, the the drug dealerish dude. Maybe not literally, but choosing that type because that's what's considered the sexier it's just kind of um, yeah it's a thing and and that that can even be documented in you know in popular culture during that time especially music like in the 90s and stuff i need me a rough neck and all this and yeah. Yeah. these songs that glorify that type of um that type of man that that women wanted you know they didn't want fresh prince of bel-air <laughs> they wanted um someone from friday or whatever and i know yeah, it sounds like, like but... i remember sierra ironically <laughs> sierra saying. had a song with 50 cent hugging on 50 cent like good boys don't know what i want she had she had herself the type of dude that she thought right. she wanted when, when was baby mama number 17 or whatever the fuck and i remember even exactly i remember destiny's child talking about they need a soldier there's been a bunch of songs right. and stuff like you know like i need a you know, like, like it's just kind of it's, it's it's like it is. you see it you just see it you mm-hmm. know yeah yeah and 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 even in movies and stuff you know where of course the nerd factor or whatever and you know, yeah it's just it's 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 so true it is so true you so, know it's funny growing up growing up in new orleans we used to make fun of girls back when i was still you know putting myself out there as straight i, I remember i sang background for this artist named eureka and I was just kind of, I would just wear clothes that actually fit my body. And at the time, this the style was to wear loose baggy clothes. And, and I would just, I would get like, I, I would have my hair loose and brush it back. And when guys were getting like the clean Caesar cuts, like I just wasn't on trend in any way, shape or form. But I remember when I got the mm. gig to sing background for her at New Orleans Jazz Fest, in case you don't know, that's a very big deal. A lot of A-list celebrities perform at Jazz Fest um, and a lot of mm. legends. So I had the chance to sing background for her, and Marcus, my younger brother, hooked me up with like a baggy T-shirt, baggy jeans, Tim's, and a fitted cap. 
And <laughs> I remember me and Marcus and some of our friends were joking about how a lot of these girls, once you put on a fitted cap, it's like a magic spell. And and gay dudes are like gay black men are like this too, for the record. At least back in the day, you put on that fitted cap, wing, 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 and suddenly Right, exactly. <laughs> suddenly Yo, that's plus true, ten plus ten to sexiness. They acted like I had a yep, new face. Right. You know, mm-hmm. for just because and that was I had all that from uniform, the looks alone. You know? hmm That's so true. That's so true. It's just funny how that works, but you know, the whole Donald Glover thing, I'm like, oh man. That, that's that's always going to be part of the conversation or yep, whatever it but sure is. you know my I, i'm I'm, a, I'm to the point now like y'all if you find love yep. congratulations hello fucko you know if, hello if yes yeah congratulations like however it comes and, and of course <laughs> and i shouldn't have to say this but just to be clear we're talking about you know um, what is of age love we're and talking consent. about of age <laughs> like, uh, legal of love. Age <laughs> right yes thank you consent it's gotta be yes, mutual consensual. love. Not, yes, not you consensual, love her right. and she's running away from you. Like and you, you love each other. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. If you got that, then <laughs> go you know, go for it. I think go part of it. spiritual maturity yeah. is asking yourself, why am I so upset? If this dude only wants white women, okay. Why am I so upset though? I'm a. I'm not a white woman. B. Um. I'm not. I'm not him. Like I, I can't. I'm still free to choose whoever the fuck I want. Why am I so bothered by what he's doing? Unless it's triggering feelings of inadequacy or lack of worth within yeah. myself, and that's what you gotta. People mm-hmm. are, are your te- those trigger moments are teacher teaching moments. Those are moments for you to learn. Like yeah. you gotta wait like a like a like a cat ready to pounce on a mouse. Like just grab it and be like, okay, what what's what's this? What's this really about? Because mm-hmm. you don't get too fucked be about Donald Glover's. Why do you care where Donald Glover puts his dick? You don't care. Not really. You exactly. don't care about right. him in any let's other be, way, shape, or form. Let's be real. You 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 never had a chance to get him anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like if it wasn't for her, it would have been you. <laughs> and also. <laughs> and also, would, would you, and I'm, and being honest with yourself, would you really have wanted him? You know? Exactly. Right. No. Like you it's just, just want, the sense you like of the rejection. Idea. You got secondhand yeah, exactly. rejection, and now if you mm-hmm. got triggered, it's yeah. secondhand rejection. Like when when these dudes be like, all these white guys who just want to date white guys, or all these black guys who just want to date white guys. Good fucking bye. Good live your life. I mainly like black right. guys. Fight me. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm mainly right. I'm for the most part with a little like with rare exception and typically if I'm attracted to someone who's not black it's because they look like they kind of could you know some Filipino dudes and some Hispanic too it's because you low-key look like you still kind of black or like you got something in you or they may be like Mediterranean white do I do like maybe if they could fool me a little That's bit funny. they look a little swirly but typically mm-hmm. I like I, I like dark skin mm-hmm. I like I like African features like I it's just a thing and like be mad like if you're a white dude and you're like damn eric i don't hate white people or think that all white people are ugly i just am more sexually aroused mm-hmm. by men of color it just it's, right. it's a thing you know and so if you want a yeah. white dude have you all the white dudes have them all mm-hmm. you know have them all gotta catch them all I'm, I'm, <laughs> right <laughs> I'm, i just i want to go after my own happiness and hopefully people can just do that too, you know. Just go after what you want and just live your yeah. life. Let people live theirs. Collect them. I know, know it's my destiny. 
Yeah, yeah. Just get you all the white dudes, or get you all the white women, or all mm. the black girls, or all the thick girls, or all the skinny girls, or all. I had a friend who was moving um, from a, a new apartment recently, and she was having some like witty banter with um, one of the movers who was uh, a black guy as well. They're both African American, and she said she's very skinny naturally, and she said that the mover was like, "Hey, you know." You know, Candace, a fake name, you know, Candace, black men like a woman with a little meat on her bones. And um, mm. and she was like, fuck you and fuck, like, fuck, fuck those black men. And this is a woman who has had no problem getting guys or whatever. But it's funny how um, how people try to give you these complexes. And he's like, you know, you got to mm-hmm. get thick so you can get one of us. I'm like, whoever's going to love you is going to love you. If somebody can only love you, if... When you, you love are, a certain like, way, yeah, then that's that's not that's not love. That's not it. That's not the one. Ain't the one. You can not. keep that. Keep searching. Keep searching. I find that interesting Come because there was somebody. Me. There was somebody on Twitter. I asked because he he put up a post, um, and he mentioned that, you know, it, it was just kind of interesting how he said that if he was dating someone, or was with someone for a long time. And they ended up not looking like, if they ended up not looking the way that they used to look, like you know certain features about them changed. Basically, he liked really hot, muscular guys. And I asked him, I said, well, what if their look changed? Like, what if they lost weight over time and they became kind of you know skinny? And he was like, well, I wouldn't be attracted to them anymore, so I would just break up with them. I was but like, what, if they got in, what if they got injured in like a car accident or something or like they right. got sick like then fuck you but he was he was the type of person that would just be like well if i'm not attracted to them anymore i'm just not gonna be with them and i was like you're the type of person that you're you're literally disgusting like you're literally disgusting because you you're basically saying that someone that you have grown with over the course of a few years you know if they if their body made a change through no fault of their own, you would be the person to leave them, and that's disgusting mm. to me. But you know what, Demarcus didn't be the. That wasn't that love. Be, it wasn't love to begin with. It know? wasn't. If, if it isn't love, then it, it was fuckery. What it was I is. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> it's harder to do through the phone, but. Um, but uh, mm. What the thing that the thing that pisses me the fuck off is dudes like that be the main ones talking about some ain't no good dudes around. I'm so lonely. I'm so exactly. loyal, and it's like you. Yeah. And like, it's just so hilarious. Like that. Like. It's just hilarious to me, but again, I'm, why can't the dudes like that find each other? I know, sometimes like, they do. Sometimes, <laughs> they, do. sometimes they do. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. They do, and then leave the 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 remaining ones who want something that would be considered fulfilling, more rooted in fulfilling. Yeah, you know, rooted in things that aren't so superficial. Leave them for each other. Right. But anyways. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a mess. For, for real, for real. But I'm gonna tell you something else. Sometimes, and I've been one thing me and my dude have been talking about lately is how this is a year where fake nice guys are getting exposed. A lot of dudes be fuck boys portraying themselves as nice guys. A lot of times you got the guy who's maybe a little chubby, who's like, I just want somebody to love me for me or whatever. But see, low key, he only wants a muscular ripped dude or he only wants 
a super big dude or a super skinny dude or only a light skinned dude. And he got the same fucking issues, but it's just really candy coated. Like on the outside, he's sweet, mm. but he's an asshole too, you know? And sometimes right. you're like, mm. oh, why is that person with that person who's treating him so badly? Because the gag is they both fucked up. It's just that one presents better on the outside as a nice guy than the other and one the other does. One. But uh-huh. chances are you're not going to just right. be with a total asshole for long times and you don't got some asshole in you. Like, it's just, yep, is right. what it is. Some people don't want to face that because they can really present, like, but I'm nice. No, you do a convincing portrayal of a nice dude, but you got you got some shit. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta face that because like stick to like, you, you know? To. Yeah. Right. No, that's true. That is so true. It sure is. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, relationships. Oh, connections. <laughs> Speaking of which... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, what? Are you going to lead us in? Yeah, are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? Let me not. Let me not lead us in because I'm I, I'm going to say something. I can lead us in. And I'm going to say mean, something. Okay, so basically. I'm going to say something direct. <laughs> okay. So, well, I, 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 think, I think that we can, I mean, if we want to say a particular name. Well, whatever, I can, I'll, I can now, lead I us in was, with a smoke screen. I don't want to call this person out. Stuff. I don't want to call them out directly. Um, All right, that's fine. I won't then. I, w- I was going to, but go ahead. I can say this. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's whatever. Like, Well, also, whatever. I mean, if they're going to do... I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. <laughs> if you're going to do a movie that you're touring and promoting, then you're public already. But for the sake of not being yeah. petty, I'll just say that... Because um, I know that if we were to say the name, it would be seen as an act of hostility. But I'll just say this. Mm-hmm. There's a mutual acquaintance of ours, like a brother in music at one point, who um, came out to... I know he came out to me directly. I don't know if he came out to y'all as well, but it revealed that that he was gay, was, but through the power of Christ, mm-hmm. he was living as a straight man. Now, to be clear, he's like, it's not so much that he just loved women so much, but in the name of Jesus, he was going to push himself on through and fuck some women anyway, or fuck a woman anyway, because, you know, that's how Christians prove that they're straight. Um, and and have a child and get married, whatever. Now I'm being a little jerky and I said I wouldn't be. The point is, um, he got married to mm-hmm. he got married to a woman who's also coming from a struggle. And we, but we knew this. But the guy continued to be nice. We've known this for years. I'd say for a few years. We've the known. same struggle. She was a lesbian. Yeah, she was a lesbian. Well, see, that information is new to me. But that's me. Well, I kind of knew, but I knew through another source. I didn't want to really because it was kind of. I found out in kind of a gossip way, so I wasn't sure if that was true. But apparently, it is true. Mm-hmm. But the point is, we was all cool with him. We all know what it's like to internalize that stigma and that hate from Christ- that Christianity breeds into you. However, recently, they've gone on tour with like an ex-gay kind of ministry and a documentary chronicling the lives of these young, quote-unquote, ex-gay or formerly gay men and women who've changed. And mm-hmm. I'm going to shut up and let one of y'all take it from there. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was looking for a specific quote. I mean... Eric, you basically mentioned it. I just wanted to read exactly what Oh, it's what not about being said. straight. It's about being holy? Yes. Yeah, it was something to That's that effect. That's what it is. And yeah. so, yeah, matter of fact, I think I just found With the it. picture of him standing in, a, in like a quote-unquote femme way, and then he's masculinized on the other side of the picture. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, 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 exactly. Yes. So the picture is, yep, the Fenway on the left side in the middle, as you said, solo masculine eyes, and on the right with the spouse, with the opposite right. gender spouse. And so the quote is, again, what you basically said, the objective isn't being straight. The objective is being holy. Holy. Mm-hmm. And so that says mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> that says so much. So so basically, the feelings and attempt, uh, I don't even like to use the word temptation, but anyways, the feelings and the desire that you have is still there. But because of the text that you have allowed to lead your life, you know, that's you, um, then you're just deciding just to suppress that, to suppress it, to repress it, and then just go after what is acceptable to society and acceptable to your religion. And um, mm, that's crazy. Well, well a- you know, so not, I'm not going to say crazy because I've been in that mindset before. And that's that's what's so interesting about this, the vantage point that actually all three of us have, that we've been there before. And I know that when I was in that moment, I really thought it was right. Like, I really thought this was correct. You know what I mean? And so... Just now, to be on the other side, I'm like, oh my gosh, the delu- the, the delusion was just so heavy. Michael, it was just so this strong. Is, this is the thing, and I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm going to be concise because I've practiced this in my head a little bit. This is the thing. Like we were saying before, <laughs> I was no longer triggered by him in that I know I love myself, and I no longer feel any of that. I'm healed from that stuff from when I was younger. Me and my family right. are tight. We've had open discussions. I feel very far removed from that personally. So I was able mm. to see him from a place of compassion and be like, that that used to be me. And there, but for the grace of yeah. the universe, ironically, that could have still been me. So I know what you're going through. The reason why anger has come in a little bit, righteous anger, <laughs> is because mm. now you're spreading the message of your self-hate to other people. And most recently, like I shared with you and D'Air already, um, my boyfriend has a mutual there has an acquaintance who killed himself and my boyfriend suspected for a while that it had to do with the fact that he was clo- that he was gay he never came out but he was like i think it had to do with that long story short recently it was revealed that it was true the dude was uncomfortable with and cuz people will ask sometimes like why don't y'all just come out why don't you just come out like why it's not a big deal it's a big deal because when you get that message especially when you're indoctrinated from a young age and you're being told from every angle that your existence is an abomination. Like you're very, Mm -hmm. the the way you love is a transgression against God, like God himself is definitely a him talking to the Christian folk. Like God is a he, he is a father. I don't like that he, she, or they shit. He's a man. You know, I've heard that too. And it's, I just hate that now, if you're going to hate yourself, quarantine yourself in your own private hell. But you, Donnie McClurkin, um, uh, Rasan Patterson, fuck you too. I don't like this narrative that it's because you were molested. I wasn't molested. To my mm-hmm. knowledge, Dier, you weren't molested. Michael, you weren't molested. No. Stop. We need to stop perpetuating this. Right. Black men in general are molested more than they want to talk about. A lot of them are straight. Some of them are also gay. If you molest a bunch of black dudes... By the law of statistics, some you're gonna hit a gay one eventually. That's not what turns you though. Yeah. It's a spurious correlation. I'm gonna right. give you an example and this I'm gonna shut up. If you don't know what a spurious correlation is, I'm gonna give you this. If you've never taken like a sociology class in school, ice cream sales right. correlate with murder rates. And so that means that as ice cream sales go up, 
so do murder rates. This is a truth. This is a true thing. Now, does that mean that the ice cream is raising their murder rates? No, there's a third factor, and that is the heat. As heat goes up, that is, the un- that is what causes the ice cream sales to go up, and also people are leaving their house more. They're more out in the open. They're more irritated. That's the, that's the unifying factor. So it's not that being molested causes homosexuality. It's correlation does not cre- is not indicative of causation. And so that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. And I wish we'd stop pushing that narrative and letting people do that shit. I hate that. But I'm going to shut mm-hmm. up now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no I, I agree with all of that. And as far as this tour that's going on, um, you know, they're going to continue to teach, preach, speak about their experiences and celebrate their newfound way of living. And they're free to do that. But as I told you all in a private message before we came on tonight, that at the very least, there has to be someone like ourselves and other people, hopefully, that will put another narrative out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that it's not because... Y'all do know he said the like reason why he's gay is because he the, was touched, right? Y'all know he revealed that when, when oh, Barry... Is that what no, I'd to, actually, I did, ooh, I did not know that. Eric. Yeah. Ooh, why y'all tell me this I on the that. air? But <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't know that. And yeah, see, that's, and see, that's what I'm saying. Barry since... tried, to, tried to speak out, and then he responded to Barry with, well, it was because when I was young, I was touched, and da-da-da-da, boom. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I yeah, did I, didn't, I, didn't read all, I didn't read that whole dialogue. I read some of it, but it was just too exhausting, so I stopped reading I feel that. you. I'm, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, that, that, that's what I'm saying. And, and the thing is, the way that the religion is set up and the authority at least their perceived authority by which they say these things is going to continue to have a cycle of hurting someone, you know, some young boy, some young girl or something, and it's going to continue to damage them. And so that's why I feel like I hope that these same kids, whether they're sneaking it, which could be easily now just on their cell phone. Like, it's not like when we were growing up where we had to like try to watch HBO to like learn stuff, (laughs) but they could, they hopefully they'll stumble across our podcast and hopefully for our listeners who are, you know, supporters too, that you'll use your voice too to share your experiences. See, this is another reason why I know we're all on our same path about when we come out. I get it. I get it. Because there was a time I don't give, I don't give, I don't give a fuck what you was gonna say. I wasn't coming out no color. You know, they, it, it was just, it was just gonna have to happen when it happened. So I get it. Yeah. But hopefully we can, we can be evolving and encouraging each other to be just a little bit more bold today and a little bit more bold tomorrow. Even if it's like saying something to young, to some boy or some girl who you know, you might feel like is dealing with that and they mm-hmm. need some type of reassurance that their existence is worthy, yeah, you know, and that yeah. they're they're not a waste or whatnot because this tour and the people who endorse this and, you know, it's they're they're not stopping, they're not slowing down. Hello, so somebody. We need Hello. to be there. Yeah. No, as no. as an opposing force. Well they're trying whatever. to battle the yeah. gay agenda though. They're going after the gay they're trying to battle they're trying to combat right. the gay agenda <laughs> because it's an agenda. Right. I, and you know what's funny, I was just thinking about this the other day. It is an agenda. But since when did we since when was agenda in, inherently bad? There is an agenda for equality and and to normalize homosexuality because it has been around for fucking ever. 
And the only but see, that's the thing. They, I'm mad that they're hiding behind the word agenda. That's just a nice way or a dumb way of saying you're trying to make me gay, and I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable, yeah, exactly, and I hate it. Exactly. Like that, that's all that is. It's a dog whistle. Thing. Agenda People, is just a nice package really way. Because yeah. agenda ain't right. You have an agenda in a meeting. Agenda is just some stuff. To, yes, it is an agenda. Like just like that's like saying, oh, this <laughs> you know, black 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 people trying to get more roles. This agenda of black people being having more roles in Hollywood. Yes. It isn't. A, yes, it right, isn't a, right. but that's not a bad thing. Like inherently, exactly. You know, it, it, yeah. it's so funny when they when they do that. So like, I don't like. But like you said, it's a cold word. It's like when I used to work at this place that I talk about sometimes, and people would say, "Wow, Eric is so young," and we knew young meant black, and they wouldn't say black because yeah. they know that that makes you a quote unquote bad person, and or like white people fear being accused of racism more than actually being racist <laughs> and so not to get sidetracked but they so they would use code words and so um yeah the whole agenda mm. thing like you said it's not that you're afraid we're trying to get equality you're afraid we're trying to turn everybody gay some of them flat out say it but other ones try to hide behind like they do like can't you just do it yeah. in private like really, <laughs> like, really? oh and I, I i love the whole why are you trying to push it in our faces down our throats trying to whatever like you you don't have control over your eyes or, or what you hear like if you don't like something on tv then turn, turn the station exactly you know what i mean or no. if you don't want to see see this then don't don't look at it like and I'll you, thine eyes I knew I was, brethren i knew i was gay. <laughs> i knew i was gay before i knew what sex was like i would have fantasies right. about mm. guys like you're like the little teen you know the guys you see on TV. It would be like G-rated fantasies, I guess. I didn't know about sex, and you know, I was very protected in that way. Thankfully, I wasn't exposed it was like to any of that. Later, walk across the street. The yes, screen. and I would get excited. Or you know, they did the like the Sandlot, the the Hispanic boy in the Sandlot. Mike. Yeah. The um yeah that like moments like that I would feel or like or just like. I, I'm t- we talked about this before, but you know I can look back and see there were certain friendships when and again it wasn't yeah. sexual in the sense that I didn't understand the logistics of like sex, but I just knew that like so I had friends, but there was like always that one boy like I really wanted to be his friend like I and I couldn't I didn't know why, but I really wanted very badly to be Gabe's friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I really want to be his yeah. friend. You know. Um, and I was like, damn, like, I, and looking back, I'm like, Eric, you had a crush on that boy. Like, you had a crush on him. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for me, the last thing I want to say about the whole thing, in a direct response to what these people are doing in their tour. So if we do have any listeners who are still in the church, you know, and you want to hold on to your spirituality i know we don't like to say religion now because that seems like it's rules and regulations even though we're saying spirituality people are still living by rules and regulations it's just a new term but whatever but if you want to keep you know your spirituality and still remain a christian my advice is that you find a way to embrace what so many people say god is love and and try to let that be your leader and not fear Mm -hmm. because if you try to deny what clearly is part of your essence um, something that that if you are like us, 
And I might meet. I'll just put myself out there. If you're like me, and, I, and Eric and Demarcus can confirm for themselves, but you know, you prayed and you fasted, you've done all these things to try to change, and it hasn't. And you know that it's killing you. Something has got to change, and I just—it's mm-hmm. not healthy to go the route of repression and denial because it really kills people at a faster rate. Yeah, so it, it, that was my direct you. response to them. You know, and that's and my whole you know, point in my initial story, just to make sure I can. Make, give it the context is that I knew all this without being touched, without nobody turning yeah, me out. Yeah. I was not exposed to yep. porn. Nobody touched me. Nobody raped me. Nobody made try to kiss me. It was just I, a demon didn't visit me in my sleep and take over my body. It was just I'm gonna tell you this too, Marcus, my younger brother that a lot of uh, a lot of the listeners know already. Marcus Arsenault. It's funny, but he's been very public that what brought him to agnosticism or uh, is he a full, I think he might kind of be a full out <laughs> atheist at this point. This might scare some people. Atheist. But it's when I came out to him because, like, he'll tell you himself, we were raised to believe I'm supposed to be evil according to how we were raised. And and there was a co- there was a powerful cognitive dissonance of okay, Eric, I don't think he's possessed by a demon. He doesn't seem like it, uh, although he exactly. does sing and Lucifer sang. But no, but um, but. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Because, you know, they'll try to tell you that the old church folk be like, the devil had talents, too. The devil had ability. You know, some of the some of the hardcore. But um, I don't know if y'all have heard that one. But uh, Um, of course, (laughs) yeah, but yeah, but (laughs) but Marcus, but Marcus and my dad, it's my dad is still a Christian, but it definitely caused a paradigm shift for him because they were like, I'm not supposed to exist, not in this incarnation. Because the thing, and we never, I don't think we ever in the house really talked about homosexuality because there was no reason to, but it's the background yeah. noise of Christendom. Like, you know that it's, like, you know yeah. it's the worst thing. Like, you know it is, and you you hear it, you hear how it's murmured about other people, you hear the little murmurings about about Antoine and that boy, he's, you know, you you know, you know. And, and Antoine's. Yeah, Antoine, yeah. D- Delantoine, Delante, Adelante. You know, and the thing that I hate, and the reason why I'm saying this part is I've had black gay Christian dudes tell me, oh, my church is not like that. Oh, I never heard that. You're lying. Because if you hadn't heard that, you wouldn't be hiding all this, talking about you going out with that girl who's your friend. Like, come on. Y'all are friends. Right, right. right. You know, like friends. Right. Like, like you, it, it, it affected you somewhere at some point. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Where's all the shame coming from? If you never heard it before, where's all this shame coming from? Because that's not natural to hate yourself. Right. It's not natural. You you had to be taught that. Right. Somebody had to give you that. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's I'm true. curious about, and I know none of us can answer this. I'm just curious, and I'm throwing it out there. What goes on in that household? I'm just curious. Like, I have. Are you talking? About, who are we talking see, about? Look, are we talking about talk, the? Don't the, say the name because I'm. A, I have. I have. I have some tea. The married couple. Uh-huh. I have some. I have some tea, uh-huh. and I'm only gonna spill it because we have not named the name, so people don't know who it is. So I will say this. Uh, no, I'm mm-hmm. just curious. Maybe I shouldn't because people might figure it out. Uh, okay, I'll, well, let me see. Well, just... either, either it's going to be now or it's going to be when we hang up this call because I'm going to find <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> no, I'll say this. So I'm, you can decide. You can told, decide when. But. I've been told that some such couples are really friends, like best buddies. And it's platonic as oh, fuck. It's platonic as fuck, yeah. and they really do enjoy each other's company like true besties, except for when they're deciding, like, okay, now we need to produce a child, 
as evidence of our straightness. Because like Mike said, do you notice that in the one picture when he was gay, he was by himself. The pictures where he's straight, the woman there in the picture, his wife is the proof. Because I felt that way when yeah. I, when I told we talked we talked about this before, so I apologize to the listeners who've heard this before. But I know we always get new people. I was fucking girls left and right in college, which might make you say, "Well, are you gay?" It was a challenge. I'm not saying like I was just doing it because I loved it so much, but I never felt convicted a single moment. Not one moment did I feel mm. convicted for that. And none of my Christian friends, and I had a lot of straight male Christian friends. Not a single one of them made me feel bad for it. Now, people had something to say when mm. I admitted I was in love with a man. Then suddenly, you know, right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I like, mean, because they consider that's the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like that's it's, supposed it's, to be like the said, evidence of the shift. Right, exactly. And it's so, so, oh, so couples like that tend to just be friends. Best buddies. So they're like, you know, they're just close friends. Yeah. My girlfriends. So, yeah. wow. My oh, girlfriends. <laughs> Through the thick and thin. <laughs> my girl. My girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> there for anything. <laughs> yeah, that's. Girlfriend. Yeah. So I was flat. <laughs> that's that's that that's crazy. Mm, that is crazy. I, I I can't. That's that's definitely not a life I would want for myself. And again, if that's a life that someone wants for them, that's cool. But you know, I feel like we step in when they start to, as Eric mentioned earlier, start to spread these yes, narratives that are you cross the line. So. If you was keeping it to yourself, mm-hmm. you was cool. But now you're trying to leak. Just like it's your mission to spread this. It's my mission to stop you from killing motherfuckers. You're killing. Right, this is exactly. poison. You're killing people yeah. with this. Mm-hmm. And one day it's right. going to hit you and it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. I know. I don't know if y'all experienced this, but I was a hardcore Christian and I did a lot of condemning along the way. A lot of bashing verbally, mm-hmm. not, not physically. A lot of bashing of the gay dudes who were out who were just braver than I was. And... Just like I saw a post recently saying, like, you know, for Pride Month, don't forget, it's the black trans women and the fems who progressed us because the masculine for masculine guys didn't do a fucking thing, which is true. Because my cowardly ass yeah. was out, was uh, uh, you know, ducked, ducked off in, the, <laughs> in, in, in like, right. back all the way in, back in the closet. It was a walk-in, live-in closet. And I was, I was <laughs> like, and I had taken up, I had turned, <laughs> I had turned it into a bedroom. And I like just I was like I'm right. just gonna be safe here. I'm just gonna be here in the dark. I'm fine. I'm just gonna stay up here. It's cozy. I was just there. But when I came out, just there was funny. a lot of guilt. It hit me like it was like waking up from a trance, and I started to recall like all the shit that I had said to people, whether it was just passive mm-hmm. aggressive or behind people's back. And I was like, fuck, I was such an asshole. Like friends yeah, who were yeah. friends who were starting to learn to love themselves, and I was like, "Well, what about God?" And you know, have you thought about your soul? And I was like, making it that much harder for them because I was still insistent upon hating myself and not mm-hmm. wanting to develop my own spirituality and think for myself. But you, like, dude, if you listen to this, you was cool until you came from my people, and now I gotta stand up and be mm-hmm. like, no. You can't just do this unchecked. Right. You wrong. You're not living the life. You're living a shell of a life. If you want to do that, that's fine. But to try to encourage a bunch of other young folk to do the same and people with impressionable minds right. who are already yeah, in a state of self-hate. Right. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. 
Exactly. What is it? Yeah, not on my watch. Stand... Not on my watch. <laughs> right. Slant, <laughs> slam the slam the thing. I can't I can't stand either. And not to go all the way back into it, but like how they try to deduce the complexity of sexuality when it comes to straight let's call it straight love it's about not just the act it's about the desire and the happiness Mm -hmm. and the communion and Mm -hmm. all that but when it comes to same-sex love it's all reduced to the orgasm or the fact that that you're having sex or whatnot you know as though you can just turn it on or turn it off and that's that's what you're trying to like you're trying to flame out some. Well, that may not be the best word to use. Flame out, <laughs> but you're trying to quench or quelch, I guess I should say, like something that is so complex, where it's not just about what you do with your genitalia. Yep. It's about a part of your identity and your deep desires as a human, mm. and that's why it's such a struggle. If people could just turn stuff on and off, then you know it would be what it is. But it's not. Right. That. And I got desires. You know, and that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and that, that <laughs> this is where the psycho that's where the psychological turmoil is coming from, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is because clearly this is not just about okay, the the raw desire of sex. This is something that is tapping deeper into your essence, and that's why it's going to be a rude awakening for some people if they continue to go down this path of denial. And yeah, I don't know. That's all I got to say. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, as someone who I tried my best, and we again we talked about this ad nauseum, but you know, as someone like I'm, I have many flaws and faults, but lack of discipline is not one of them. When I commit to trying to do something to make something happen, I research the fuck out of it. I come up with a plan. Right. I I can stick to stuff. You know, I did everything back in the day when I thought it needed to happen to try to like be the perfect boyfriend to to my to have girlfriends and to do this and do that like and to it's just even when i was going through the motions like mike said it was gutted out it was just the shell of what it was i didn't really right part of what woke me up one of the little tiny threads when i was in college i had a girlfriend that i really cared for i loved her but not Mm. not in that eros way i didn't love her in an erotic way i loved her for who she was as a person because she was a beautiful person and she was like, what are we doing? Because we were at that age where it was like, are we going to take it to like, I'm about to graduate? Are we, are we doing this? Are we doing this? And I had to let her go because I realized, even though I was still performing sexually, barely, just being full disclosure, it was hard. Like, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to really yeah. focus. <laughs> I had to like, I had to, re- every time it started giving me so much anxiety that towards the end of our relationships, there was a few times end of our relationship there were a few times i couldn't get it up i was so anxious i was like can i it was so hard to it was so difficult <laughs> to to work myself up and at this point i re i was starting to realize more and more i wanted i wanted this guy who at my university and i realized that and so i and i knew what it could feel like and the point is i loved her so much i remember thinking to myself i want her to have a guy who really has the passion for her that she deserves and now she does i would have been doing her a disservice to pretend i was a good boyfriend but i was faking it like everything was fake i didn't really like she she's with somebody now who really like like not only loves her as a person but like has that passion for her as a woman and she i know she could feel the difference it's different when you really have that connection and i but you know i feel like 
you're not helping nobody by like being fake for them in the name of Jesus. Even if you can right. perform for a while, you know, like it's not, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's fake. It's, it's like an, it's like the, it's like the shell of it, but you know, it's, it's hollowed out. It's, it's not really, the spirit of it is not right. You know? So that's true. Mm. Yeah. And there are consequences. Yes, sure are. There, there are consequences. So, and I ain't, I ain't, mm. I don't want, I don't want anyone to go through things. But mm-hmm. you continue on that path you're on. Oh, okay, well, it may be ten years from now, but it's gonna happen. We we know how this turns out. We've seen it a billion times before. We know it might be ten years. It might be the dudes. Either they come out in their forties and fifties and be like, "Man, I wasted so much mm-hmm. of my life," or unfortunately. They often become angry husbands to their wives and angry fathers because they're embittered by the life, the amount of life they have not allowed themselves to live. Or unfortunately, in some cases, they take their own lives, which I'm not wishing on him at all. I don't think he's a horrible person. Or they frequently, whatever the frequency is, On the side, they get it on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they backslide and keep them going. It's marriage with a side of penis. (laughs) It's, it's heterosexual marriage with a side of penis, you know, and that's what with it is. a side is. of penis, or uh, yeah, or some ass. <laughs> I'd like some yeah. ass on. Can I have some cake on the side? That's what it is. Right, some man cake. So, yeah. <laughs> or some or, or some woman cake or, or some, some woman, some cake, woman you know, cake. You know, cool cool some woman cake. Yeah. Hey, cake, you so. know, hey, you might just. Mm, it's hey, you mm. can only repress. I feel like you can repress all you want. I can tell you this, as someone who's lived it, and I wasn't married, but as someone who was able to repress for amazing amounts of time, I was really good at repressing myself. When when them desires hit you again, they're gonna come back yeah. so <laughs> with such force. Oh no, they're going and and the thing is like you know, eat whether right, like whether whether it's like getting a side thing, or even if it's when you actually with your spouse. And you actually thinking about somebody else. Now, don't get me wrong. Like people probably do that a lot in general, yeah. <laughs> or some people do that fair, in general. Fair enough. But but still, it, it's some somehow that desire is going to be there. It's either going to make it away into your your fantasies during masturbation, yeah. or when you're actually with your spouse, yeah. or again when you are with someone else. It's it's going to be there. And the thing is, technically speaking. You know, according to the scriptures or whatnot, it's, you don't just, you're not in the air of, yeah. of just your actions, your thoughts and your desires have a reflection as well. So I wonder how your God is going to judge on that. Mm. You know, you might, you might have, you might do good for a while preventing from having your penis touch another, you know, someone of the same gender or uh, your vagina be against the face of another woman. But, um, but there's something still to be said about what you really want deep in your heart. Cause God mm-hmm. knows the heart. You gotta be careful. Cause so. I'm gonna tell you the first dude that I messed around with after, cause I, I didn't, if you talked about this before, I'm not purposefully leaving Dier out. I just literally didn't know him at the time. But when me and Mike were going through what I consider to be the peak of my holiness um where i was like i'm yeah. so i'm so not gay i'm so straight up in this bitch you know but when i when i finally yeah the first guy i got with after all that i was so sprung and he was not the right person he was not but right. i was so starved for that kind of energy mm-hmm. and for that kind of attention that I was just, it's like, you know how sometimes if you eat something, you'd be like, this is so good. And you'd be like, is it good or are you just really hungry? 
you know hungry right, so exactly i was just so hungry like it wasn't even well he was good at some things but the one point is not for you know but, yeah. but yeah. in my own but eric in his right mind would have never you know it's only because right i was just so and that's really eight that eight whole podcast by itself but that whole the whole situation was messed up but i just I just want, I just realized, like, the, when the floodgates open, and I don't just mean sex, I mean just in the way I acted, in the, like, I just let, I just was so starved for that kind of affection and for that kind of connection. Yeah, yeah. That I really settled and that's for when, someone who didn't deserve yeah. me, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It's right. kind of like the standards drop. Yes. You know? Yes. The the awareness, the inhibitions, all of that is affected or whatnot. And that's, that's where I think a lot of us... Um, married people get themselves in trouble whether it's the man or the woman and this can actually apply for straight people too when that starvation is finally met with some nourishment Mm. then you start to get less you know um efficient with being sneaky and and hiding things and you get you know you kind of slip up you were so proud of being vegan but when you finally get that piece of bacon (laughs) get that piece of meat and we do mean pun intended All the pun intended. You get that mate. Like, mm. yes, Lord. And this season just right. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> for the rest of my soul. Yes, Lord. Completely. Oh. <laughs> I think I messed up the words, brother. Yeah. No, I don't want right. to disrespect nobody's religion, so, religious beliefs, but says yes. my soul yeah. says yes. Hallelujah. Yeah, it, it says is. yes. Hey, it be like that. It yeah. says yes. And I'm telling you, if, but, you, you know, if you're listening to this and you're struggling, just know that you're not alone. We've been there. There is spirituality mm-hmm. outside of Christianity, which I know can be a scary yeah. fucking sentence. I can't, if you've even been listening this long, I'm impressed. But I know it can be so terrifying to, because you, you've been taught that hedge of protection is going to be removed and all the demons and all the bros don't destroy you. But there is, a, you can have spirituality without self-hate. And in, in fact, yep. ironically, exactly. I think spirituality can only really be truly achieved without self-hate as you ascend Exactly. Self-hate. Without that type of fear, yeah. Exactly. Yes, so without much fear. fear. You can't really love judgment. with all that. With all that fear, like that's not. I hate. You know, I've said this before. I hate when people be, are like, love. "I love God so much." I love. You know, you don't love. You're afraid. You're afraid of retribution. Yeah. That's not love. Right. You're fearful. Exactly. Of of being attacked in response to you messing up. That's what you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. You're afraid of a and petty God who's going to hold every little mm-hmm. thing against you and teach you a lesson by hurting you. Right. That's yeah. not love. <laughs> and and we can we can also say that you also and I'll, I'll add this because I know that there are are many people who um, fit into this category that they do carry the title of Christian and they are openly and proudly gay. You know, but they have they have chosen a more liberal perception of the scriptures. Yes. Um, and you can do that too. You can do that too. And matter of fact, and really, first of all, everybody's doing that to some extent. Hence yes. the numerous denominations and all of that type of stuff. So just back to like what we said earlier, earlier, like do you and go get your happiness, get your joy, then then do that, you know. But I do think that unless you are a part of a, an affirming Christian church, it's going to be hard to be free like that in a traditional black church or white church, too. 
Like you, you gonna have to think outside. I the just box. for any guy <laughs> dealing with this, I just hope at some point you get to fall in love because I know all three of us have spoken on this at some yeah. point. The spell is broken. Like when I fell in love, in love, not had the little fling where I got fucked over, but when I fell in love right. for real, for real, I was like, this is not. I know this is not evil. I love this dude. I will love him if he gains weight, loses weight, loses an eye. You know, like if exactly. he don't got no money. I love this person, this man. Right. And I know if, if we're not having sex, you know, I still love him. You know, I have mm-hmm. desires, but I still, but I still love him nonetheless. Like it's not contingent. Right. It's not this. It's not this like carnal. You know, we just want these. You know, these primal desires to be fulfilled. No, I I love him. And that was part of what broke mm. it, where I was like, this can't be evil. Like, I, I actually, I've said this story before, and I'll say his name, it's whatever. But I remember saying, like, I remember thanking God for Tony when it happened. It was like, you know, thank, and we're not together anymore. He's still great. That was, I think that he wasn't the one, but it was a lesson I needed to learn that, like, it could be a beautiful thing. And, and, I, and life was able to show me, was able to pierce the veil of all those lies mm. I had been given for so many years. So, and I right. hope the he same for you. He put a spell on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now you're his, yeah. Right. Well, was, I guess. But about yeah. what? Well, was, yeah, but right. The one I'm with right now right, is the one I'm right. supposed to be with, for the record. I'm just saying yeah. that was, at that time, No, no, you know, no, years definitely. ago. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was one of the first I mean, we've all, we've all had that. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love, love gives you boldness yeah and it 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 helps you to um i would say see things more clearly and by clearly more through the through the lens of empathy and the lens of self appreciation and and selflessness that's i think those are traits and those are evidence of love and uh, self-hate and all that there's just no room for it just like in for what is the first john chapter three something verse 19 maybe something like that about their love and fear they can't abide in the same place there's no love and fear you know so there's something one one's gonna be the the champion either love is gonna win or fear is gonna win but they can't coexist and you still have peace and balance of mind right. it's gonna be a war and who would want to live their whole life warring within themselves? We war enough against so many things. Why we got to war against our own selves? Hell no. Hello, somebody. No. Have, fun, have fun with that. Won't be me. Yes. At least not on that level. I mean, I do be warring against myself sometimes. But yeah. Right. Not with that, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Speak long. So to those of you who are struggling, you know, you can reach out to us. Of course, we've had plenty of people come out to us actually yeah so, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah yeah that's true feel free so reach out yeah. reaching out <laughs> <laughs> this is kiki and i was reaching out i'm about to watch that video now oh that video is so funny to me <laughs> yeah anyways, yeah <laughs> that's for those who are wondering that was benji y'all had y'all people who are watching this y'all probably seen it but that was benji brown when his what was his character's name was kiki i think yeah, and um, he did it. That he did like four or five up. years ago. Damn, makeup yeah. tutorial. Right, right, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Waffle House yellow and all and that. The money green. <laughs> the money green. Yeah. That that he, he that video is so hilarious. But Benji Brown, Kiki, when he's in that that green hoodie. But anyways, all right. That's all I got, y'all. So I'm glad we got to talk Thanks. about that's this. But I'm I'm done too. Me too. My, my soul yeah, too. is cleansed. 
Yes, my soul is <laughs> All right, so y'all hit us back with your thoughts, yeah, let us questions, know what you think and, um, yeah. topics, yeah, suggested topics and all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. let us know, let us know. Let us know. Now all touching and agreeing. Let me know. <laughs> we, you I felt like we should do an Oh Lord. Oh, <laughs> I thought she's gonna do I thought she's gonna do um Oh man. Oh that's that's a, that's a good one that's that's it that is a good one yeah and i'm I'm holding back the urge to do more because then we never end this yes but right so we're gonna holler at y'all next time all right later peace <laughs>